You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. Impossible is nothing. <laughs> Say impossible, impossible. is nothing. nothing. Yeah. Wow. It's nothing. Impossible is nothing. Amen. Does that make sense? Okay, so impossible is just a human language. But when you get into the realm of God and you start walking with God, it's nothing. It's really insignificant. It becomes insignificant. Impossible becomes insignificant when you walk with God. When you walk with men, yes, mountains are real. But when you walk with God, mountains move. Mountains shift. Is that not so? Yeah, when you walk with God. So it depends on who you are walking with. Depends on who you are walking with. If you are walking alone, of course, impossible is something. So you have to respect impossibility if you are alone. But Jesus said, with God, come on, all things are possible. With God, all things are possible. Where? In heaven? No, on earth. On this side of existence. All things are possible. That means, I don't know what you're facing but what it is can change. It can change. If you are walking with God, your situation can change. If you are walking with God, mountains can move. If you are walking with God, rivers can flow in the desert. Isn't it? I mean, look at your Bible, for God's sake. If you read your Bible, you'll find so many examples. In fact, there are too many examples of how impossibilities were made possible. I mean, so... Unless you don't read the Bible. But if you... I mean, so far we've been reading. Where are we now? Exodus what? 20, 28 to 29, is it? Yeah. So, from Genesis we started. Haven't you been seeing God working? Impossible things made possible already. Amazing. It's like, what kind of drama is this? And that's God working. So with God, all things are possible. That's what Jesus said. What happened to the scripture? He took it off. <laughs> Matthew 19.26. So Jesus had been talking to his disciples. And 
his disciples, who can, who is, who can be saved now? Hmm? It's impossible for, uh, it is easier for a camel to pass through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter into heaven. So some people have taken that to say, it's better, let's remain poor, so that we don't you want to go to heaven. <laughs> huh? Don't you want to go into heaven? Yeah? Look at that. Matthew 19, 24. Again, I say to you, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. So how many people want to be poor so that you can go to heaven? Come on. You mean you don't want to go to heaven? You want to go to heaven. Okay, so, you know, at least the easiest way to go into heaven is not to be rich. Is that not what he's saying there? No. <laughs> you guys. <laughs> speech. That's obviously not what he's saying. That's a figure of speech. Yeah. So, it is said that there, is, there was a gate, you know, in, around the cities they used to put gates, and I mean, they used to put walls, and all those walls, they have gates, and all those gates have names. So, one of, one of the gates uh, is called the Eye of a Needle. Huh? So, and it's low. It's lower than the other gates. True. Are you getting me? So, it's easier for a camel to go through that gate called Eye of the Needle. <laughs> than for a rich man to go into heaven. So, the camel will have to Go down, you know, to go through that gate. So for you to go into heaven, you have to humble yourself. You have to be humble. What's the problem with most rich people today? Arrogance. <laughs> hey. They're smart, so that's why they make money. But then that gives them, makes them to put their confidence and trust in riches. So when they put their trust in riches, then they cannot trust God to be saved. Can you see? So, um, then the disciples says, then, who, who then can be saved? When his disciples heard it, they were greatly astonished, saying, who can be saved then? Who? Because most of them were not poor. These were entrepreneurs. Well, they had their own businesses. They were following Jesus. doesn't mean they didn't have business. Some people believe that if you follow God today, you should not have a business.
ah, I mean, if the business is a burden, then drop it and follow God. But if it's not a burden, it's okay. Because even your eye, if it will stop you from entering heaven, Jesus said, pluck it out. <laughs> so, you get the point. Yeah, so, he, but then Jesus looked at them and said, with men, this is impossible, but with what? With God, all things impossible. Possible. So when you are walking with men, certain things are impossible. When you are walking with men, certain things are impossible. The reason why we are stuck many times is because we are only dealing with men. We are only dealing with men. When you only deal with men, then impossibilities become the norm. Come on. Yeah. But it's interesting that, you know that even the natural man, God is so gracious that great people that are not saved, he also empowers to achieve great feats. It's not, because, it's not because they're walking with him. It's just out of his benevolence. Okay? He visits the earth and then he just releases. Releases certain things. Certain abilities. Out of his goodness. His generosity. He just releases favor. So some people stumble over favor. They don't even know where it came from. They're not even walking with him. They just over it. How much more those who walk with him? Amen. Hello? How much more those who walk with him? I mean, we've seen people like athletes, Olympics, every year we see records breaking and all of that. Things that are like records that years ago were unimaginable to be broken. Just to break certain records is like impossible. How can somebody, how can a human being run for nine seconds and, you know, uh, ha. Nine, um, no? Under 10, yeah. Under 10. 100 meters. Before, like if you do it in 11, you are a champion. (laughs) Then Hussein Bolt comes from nowhere and boom. He clears it. And he's like, what is this? Where is that ability coming from? So whenever you see a human being achieve the impossible, know that God is involved. Do you understand? Whether he's saved or not, right. When you are saved, then you have the right. It is now a right. Okay? If you are not saved, it's not a right. It's just a benefit. If you achieve the impossible as the unsaved, you know, um, 
It's just, it's just benevolence. You know? Maybe somewhere in your ancestry there was somebody that used to call upon God and God deposited something in that family tree. And then you woke up one day, the thing manifested, boom, and then you became great. It's <laughs> not so because of you. But they don't know, they can't trick God. It's coming from But we know that it's from God. We know that it's from God. Hmm? When Chris Barnard did the, the, the heart transplant and became of world renown, he, didn't, he, he just felt he was smart. But you didn't know that when he was a child, his father used to lay hands on him almost every morning. Of course, he didn't, he, he didn't give glory to God. He didn't, you know, but when you start searching, when you start searching, you see that somewhere there's God in the equation. And it goes for many, many other achievements. God is in. When the impossibility starts happening, hmm? when they, when they, when the apple dropped and Isaac Newton just all of a sudden discovered gravity. Gravity has been there since. Apples have been dropping before he was born. How did he link it? Huh? So you, can't, you can't just claim, you know, you, you can't just claim credit for something that that was just given to you. But you don't, you don't know, so we, okay, great man, you've done well. You are great in the sense that a great thing manifested through you. That's okay. But I just want you not to miss, not to lose sight of the fact that every great thing, anywhere you see, the impossible becoming possible. God is involved. When you see, I mean, there are things, there are surgeries that are happening now that years ago, you, they couldn't even dream of them. Dream about, right, Doc? Plenty. Plenty. Where is that wisdom coming from? You think they just cooked it up? It's God. I was talking to a brother a few days ago, two days ago. He just went through a surgery, you know, and they just put holes. And then just, just remove the prostate. How do you do that? I don't know. But they did it, and he's fine. Now, if you said it, no, how many years ago? Let's say 20 years ago. Will they believe that that is possible? It's not even imagined. Hmm? It's like a sci-fi movie. Hmm? Those of you that used to watch sci-fi, you notice that there are some things that they're showing. Now it's happening. It was just imagination. 
Somebody just tried to be imaginative, and now it's become real. Just a hundred years ago, we couldn't fly. But look at now, you enter the plane, boom. Where did it come from? It's all from God. It's from the Spirit. It's from the realm of the Spirit. So why am I saying this? Impossibility is nothing if you are walking with God. And because we are walking with God, we are going to do amazing things. We are going to achieve things that people have only dreamt about. Hallelujah. Call some children whiz kids. Where did it all come from? Is, is God just working through them? Huh? I saw a video, this four years old boy, my goodness, mathematical genius. There's no kind of calculation you give him, just give him a few seconds. He, he gives you the answer. You check the calculator and it's right. Now, who taught him that? Where did he learn that? With God. With man, it is impossible. With God, it is possible. So you can see it in different areas of life. Are you following me? How many people are walking with God here? God is your father. And you are working with him. So when you see impossibility, you just need to laugh because you are nothing. You need to talk to that impossibility and say, you are nothing. I'm not alone. I'm working with God. And because I'm working with God, you are nothing. Possible. With men, it is impossible, but with God, all things are possible. Do you notice that? I want you to circle the word all. Huh? It's qualifying that statement. All, all. With God, how many things? All. So, why does your mind tell you that some things are difficult for God? Why? It's a lie. It's a lie. All things are possible with God. And you know, some theologians tell us, they want us to understand that, okay, it, but you and God is the one that is doing it. Then all things are possible. But you can also see that when you are walking with God. Huh? My brother, come. You see, we are working Together. So with God, all things are possible. So if I am God and He is man, because all things are possible with me and He is with me and we are walking, come on, what does that make? All things are possible. Hallelujah. That's what it means. And that's what it means. Yeah. And that's why I know we can shake this nation. Because with God, all things are possible. If we are walking with God, we can do it. 
Hallelujah. We can do it. The reason why some people will look at us and underestimate us is because they cannot see who we are working with. So they think we are alone. And I don't blame them because they cannot see. But time will tell. And they will see that we are not alone. Come on. We are walking with God. We are walking with God. Impossible is nothing. Amen. What did I say? Impossible is nothing. That's right. So when you, you face an impossibility, just tell it, you are nothing. I name you nothing. I call you nothing. I declare you nothing. Come on. Hallelujah. Yeah. So when they tell you, you have this condition that is incurable, what do you do? You say, you are nothing. Yeah. You are not alone. You are walking with God. You are walking with God. So if you are walking with God, all things are possible. We are co-laborers with God. Read your Bible. It, all of it says we are walking with him. Yes. In fact, he comes to walk with us. Yes. He has made us co-laborers. Yes. You read Mark chapter 16, you find out that uh, the last part of Mark 16, that after Jesus gave them the great commission, the Bible says that the Lord was and them, confirming their words with signs and wonders. They went out and preached everywhere, and the Lord, what? Working with them and confirming the word through the accompanying signs and wonders. Mark 16, 20. You see, so they went out, the Lord is working with them. So because he's working with them, signs and wonders become the norm. That's why I believe that not just evangelists, not just apostles, not just prophets, not just pastors, not just teachers will operate in signs and wonders. Everybody that is walking with God should walk in signs and wonders. Amen. 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 So this church should be exploding with signs and wonders. Yes. You should be raising the dead. You should be opening blind eyes. Those are impossibilities with men, but they are nothing with God. Yeah. So when you go out on outreach, it, it, should, it shouldn't be shocking to you that the cripple gets up and walks out of his wheelchair. Come on. Amen. Some of you should go and position yourself by the disabled parking. Wait for them to arrive. <laughs> by the way, I'm here. <laughs> by the way, I'm here with God. To tell you that you can walk. In the name of Jesus. Rise up and walk. Can you imagine the commotion? 
They said there are some people in Midrand causing chaos. Huh? They are targeting all the disabled people and, and freeing them from their disabilities. I know some people like their disabilities because they, they don't want to lose the benefits. They don't want to lose the sympathy. They love the sympathy. So sometimes you can't assume that everyone wants to be healed. Yeah. Find that out from experience. So you look and say, wow, this person should be free. But, and then if the person doesn't want to be free, there's nothing you can do. But there are some people that want to be free. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Impossibility is nothing. nothing. Hallelujah. Nothing. That's why this year, unlimited possibilities. Amen. Unlimited possibilities. What is it that makes the possibilities unlimited? Because of the God you are working with. He is unlimited. There's nothing that can limit him. Yeah. Amen. Amen. And so, if impossibility is nothing, there's no reason why you should allow anything to frustrate you. There's no reason why you should allow any situation to depress you. You notice I say you should allow. Because that thing cannot force itself on you. It requires your permission. Don't permit it. Okay? You might see how the impossibility will be transformed to possibility. But that is just Part of the limitations of your humanity. But with God, that impossibility can be transformed to become possible. Glory to God. Amen. Let's look at an example. Matthew chapter 17, verse 14. And when they had come up Uh, Sorry, and when they had come to the multitude, a man came kneeling down before him, saying, Lord, have mercy on me, uh, on my son. For he is epileptic and suffers severely, for he often falls into the fire and often into the water. This must be frustrating. Imagine for a father, you you see, your child just keeps falling inside fire. And then where there's fire, he falls inside. Yeah? Or if there's water, he falls inside all the time. Can you imagine? If, if that boy is out of sight, this man will not have rest. Because it's like he might die anytime. So how can you have peace with this kind of situation? How can you go somewhere to do something, to get something done? And two, life will just revolve around that child. Am I correct? Because you are trying to preserve his life. And other things will suffer. He says, so I brought him to your disciples, but they could not cure him. Then Jesus answered and said, 
all faithless and perverse generation. How long shall I be with you? How long shall I bear with you? Bring him here to me. This is Jesus talking to his disciples. He said, faithless, perverse generation. You guys, how long? In other words, Jesus expected that because they have been working with they should be doing exactly what he does. Okay? How long have you been saved? Huh? How long have you known Jesus? How long have you been walking with him? At least for them, it's just about three years. Two, three years. After this time. But for you, how long? How long have you been walking with him? Hey. And impossibilities still challenge you. How? How long? Can you see how Jesus feels? Yes. So about us a lot of times. When we just surrender to circumstances. It's like, how long? How long? How long? How many decades? By now, you should have, you know, you, have, you should have emptied so many hospitals. You should have given doctors time off. <laughs> I don't know if they want time off. <laughs> yeah. So, he says, faithless. Faithless and perverse. My goodness, those are hard words. Yeah. Jesus, why, why are you so give it that faith? Can't you even be diplomatic? Sure. Uh, just, just leave it that faithless. Why do you add perverse to it? Let's read that verse in the Amplified. Look, look, look at what he says. Look at how he puts it. Jesus answered and said, Oh, you unbelieving, warped, wayward, rebellious, and thoroughly perverse generation. Ha! Huh? Because they couldn't. <laughs> because, you know, if Jesus is in our day today, if, if, he's, if he's here now, many of us would backslide. Because his language will offend us. Yeah. Yeah, his language will offend us. You see, how can you talk to me like that? Yeah, yeah you caught me faithless. With all that, I've been following you. If I didn't have faith, will I be following you? All these three years, I've been following you. And you call me faithless? No, you even rebellious. Where is the rebellion here? <laughs> You'll be offended. Yeah, the slightest rebuke. You know, people, it's amazing. People want to serve God any rebuke. Let's come to church, everybody, just singing your praises. You know, comb your hair for you. Just tell you how nice you are. Just encouraging you. Talking. It's a place for that, but hey, they say, look at, look, this is the Son of God talking. <laughs> so, walking with God sometimes, it brings this kind of language. Yes. <laughs> because when he gives it to you, 
He said, nobody has talked to me like this before. <laughs> yeah. He said, that's why you're where you are. It takes this kind of language to get some things out of you. Are you getting my point? Yeah. Thoroughly perverse generation. He said, how long am I to remain with you? How long am I to bear with you? How can I? How can I? This is, this is. Jesus, in other words, Jesus was disappointed in, his, in the simple um, way. We can just say he was disappointed. Yeah. But it's more than that, you see, from his language. Yeah. <laughs> you can see that he was more than disappointed. But let's say he was disappointed. So he says, bring the boy to me. Bring him to me. Okay, let's read on. Come on. He says, and Jesus rebuked the demon. And it came out of him. And the child was cured from that very hour. Come on. He says, in other words, you guys couldn't do it. What's wrong with you? Bring the boy to me. Runs for his life. Bring the boy. He rebukes the demon. The demon runs for his life. And the boy was fine. Okay? Then the disciples came to Jesus privately. Even though he rebuked them publicly, <laughs> they came privately. <laughs> Tell us, please, why could we not cast it out? In other words, they tried to cast the thing. And they would say, I'm not going. <laughs> Come out in the name of Jesus. No. Come out. No, I'm not going. <laughs> and look at Jesus answers them. Verse 20. He says to them, Oh, how unbelief. Because of your unbelief. I've told you before how unbelief comes. You remember? Unbelief is worse than doubt. Yeah. Because doubt is due to lack of information, lack of understanding, and all of that. But unbelief is different. Unbelief is bad because you have walked with God. You have seen God. You have experienced God. You, you, you are not ignorant. You know. But maybe you face some disappointments. You know, you've gone through things that have challenged you for so long. Maybe protracted disappointment. Prolonged waiting. Because you, and so on. It, then you stop believing God. Because you are disappointed. You are disappointed. So he says to them, because of your unbelief. So these guys, they've been walking with Jesus. But maybe they're not seeing certain things. Or maybe, you know, they were, the conditions were not the way they wanted. And then unbelief came into their heart. They accommodated it. That now hindered their ability to be effective in ministry. Can you see? Yeah. That's what, that's what makes impossible strong. Strong. Make the, make the impossible strong. Because the impossible stands there. Says, I'm not going. You say, move. You say, no, you move. Why should I move? You move. <laughs> because he can see your heart. There is unbelief. 
Can you see what I'm saying? Then he says, I say to you, if you have faith as a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move. And nothing will be what? Impossible for you. Here he didn't even bring God into the equation. Impossible is nothing. Impossible is nothing. He says nothing. Nothing will be impossible for you. If you have faith. It's not even that your faith is small. It's unbelief. It's unbelief that crippled your faith. But he is saying if your faith is as a mustard seed. You can tell this mountain move. Relocate. And it will obey you. Ha! My Lord. So nothing is impossible. Why? Because I'm walking with God. So walking with God makes the impossible possible. But then if you have faith, even the impossible will be made possible. Let's read the next verse. He says, however... (laughs) This kind does not go. It does not go out except by what? Prayer and fasting. This kind of what? No, not demon. This kind of unbelief. Yeah. People have said it's the demon. No, 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 no. It's not this kind of demon. There's no kind of demon that can resist the name of Jesus. Are you getting my point? So it's not this kind of demon. No! It's this kind of unbelief. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. It's this, this kind of unbelief cannot go out except by prayer and fasting. Remember that they, 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 um, the resistance was not the demon. The challenge was not the demon. When they asked him, why could we not cast him out? He didn't say, because this demon, ah, this is the father of all demons. No, he didn't say that. He said, you could not cast it out because of your unbelief. And I want you to know, hallelujah. So that's why I'm bringing this to you because you are fasting and I want you to know what your fasting is doing to your unbelief. It's destroying your unbelief. Hallelujah. You're fasting and praying. It's not just a religious exercise. I'm telling you. There is something happening in your heart. Unbelief is drying out. Drying the life out of every unbelief in your heart. So that when you just say, get out. it, It just obeys. You see, it's religion that makes us think that demons are strong. Even a child can cast out a demon. A baby, I'm telling you. They say, in the name of Jesus, even if he doesn't, even if he doesn't speak good grammar, in the name of Jesus, went. The demon will go. 
Yeah, it will go. Why? Because it recognizes the name and then it can see the faith. Hallelujah. Impossible is nothing. So, I have given you the panacea for unbelief. (laughs) Also, fasting is good for you because it's dealing, it's also dealing with your unbelief. That's if there's unbelief there. If there's any trace of unbelief as you pray, as you fast, I want you to trust God. That, you know, the, the, the atomic power of God will, will just <laughs> zero into that unbelief yes. and explode it. Yes. Blow it out of your life. Amen. So that you start walking in power. You start Amen. walking. You start walking in signs and wonders. You start making impossibilities possible. You now look at impossibilities and say nothing. And it will understand that it is now reduced to nothing. It thought it was something. Now it has become nothing. Just by your word. Just by your word. Because you are speaking in faith. Because you are speaking with, with, without any shadow of a doubt. You are not wavering. You are not trusting today, tomorrow doubting. You are not saying he did it. He has done it. Then tomorrow you say, I thought he did it. No, you are steady. You are steadfast. You are consistent. And you stand on the word of God. And you say, let, man, let God be true and every man a liar. If God said it, he has not changed his mind. I stand on what God has said. I stand on the authority of God's word. Situation on the integrity of God's word. And I will not move. This situation has to move. This mountain must go. In the name of Jesus. You speak to that mountain and you don't even come and start checking. Has it gone? Has it gone? No, 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 no. You speak to the mountain and you walk away. And expect it to have gone. That's how it, that's how it works. When Jesus spoke to the victory, when he cursed the victory, he says, no man eats fruit from you from this moment onwards. And he walks away. Yeah. He doesn't even to, to come to inspect it. It's the disciples that went to inspect it the next day. They were looking. Peter said, my God. This is... Can you see what has happened? He was not surprised. He expected it. Do you understand? He expected that this thing should have happened. Yeah. yeah why? Yeah. By my word. Yeah. By my word. Impossible is nothing. If Elijah could close heaven, there shall be neither rain nor dew except by my word. And he walks away. He just walks away. And the thing happens. Is it a surprise to Elijah? No. Impossible is nothing. Impossible is nothing. He spoke and then left for three years. Is a man close heaven over an entire nation? With God, all things are possible. Hallelujah! And I'm introducing to you this same God, and you have to walk in this same dimension. 
you have to do signs and wonders in this generation. Before you die, your name will make headlines. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. With God. It will be known in this land that you are not walking alone. Yeah, it will be known that you are walking with God. Hallelujah. If there is anybody that is walking with God, they will say it's you. Hallelujah. With God. Why? Because you would have done things that will rattle the minds of people. And they say this is impossible. How is it humanly possible to do this? With God. So impossibility is nothing. Let's pray. Come on. Come on. I want you to begin to speak to every mountain in your life. I want if there's any situation in your life. Maybe you have respected that situation. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.